Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Make sure that you are here for midterm mayhem. Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem. That is the 2022 midterm election. All right, we're keeping our eye on the story that ABC led with. The FBI just went in and raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Would you say this is midterm mayhem Mar-a-Lago? I think so. I don't know what they're doing there. I don't know what they're looking for. I have no idea. It has to be January 6th, right? I, you know, I that know. would usually be Department of Justice, okay. I would think. Uh, could it be? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea why that's... they're there. What if they didn't go into his house? They went into somebody else on the property. <laughs> I house. don't think that's it. Uh, sorry about that. Bad news. Another guy that we let live here. Oops. All right. So we'll keep our eye on that. The FBI has raided Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Hmm. All right. Uh, midterm mayhem. Why don't we get started with what happened over the weekend? Um, let's see. Gosh, Deucey's a doormat. My goodness. No, he's just, a, he's exactly what politicians are. Politicians anymore are jellyfish. They've got they really no are. spines. Yeah. They're not interested in anything other than what the party asks you to do. If Deucey was done with politics, and this shows you he's not done with politics. Sure. He would not have been a doormat, but because he sees what's going on with what Richard got, right? He saw what happened with uh, our good buddy Rusty Bowers. You're going to get censured, and you still want to be part of the party. So here's what happened. For weeks, our governor is calling Kerry Lake a fake. For weeks, he's saying she's misleading all the voters. For weeks, he says, listen, this whole campaign, this woman, it's an act. So then she wins. And Ducey does a 180. Now, I'm not surprised by this. No. I'm not surprised by this. He's such a hypocrite, though. Because he can't stand this lady. He said, he even said, listen, in personal conversations with her, you know, I, 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 I don't recognize her from the many years that I used to know her. He said that, but now he's endorsing her. So my question is, okay, so you lied, right? You lied about Carrie Lake with an act and she's misleading. You're telling us she's one of the worst things ever happened in Arizona. You know, and I know you were for ropes and you, you lied to us, right? I don't even, you know, I don't even, I just think, you know, his moral compass has just been shot for so long. I would just like to see someone with a spine once in a while in politics say, you know what? She's not my favorite. And you know what? I'm not going to go out and endorse her. She called, you know, she called me do nothing, do see. She continues to rip me. I mean, he but is you just pay such the a price. doormat. Why this happens, Gatos, over and over again. I'm telling everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. It's when you say, I wish somebody had a spine, and then they go and they do something like this, and then everybody turns against them, and you say to yourself, okay, I get it now. I get it. All right, you, you go and you get you get voted out, right? Like how many of these people that went up against uh, 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 Trump got blown out of the water because people will not have any of that whatsoever? Well, because then you look at Rusty Bowers, who's, mm-hmm. who's a man of you know character, and did he give up his career to stand up for the right thing? Yes. I wish more people would do that. And, and it's great to clap your hands and say you did the right thing, but all the while he's got to go home knowing he's done. At least for now. Yeah, but you also have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror once in a while. And I I really believe this. 
politicians, when they look at themselves in the mirror, they just they lie to themselves and think everything's fine. I mean, on both sides, they, they, they're just disgusting. Oh, yeah. This this to me was just. I knew he was going. I knew Ducey was going to go and fall right in line with someone who just doesn't like him. But it is sickening to watch. It's like someone breaks into your house and takes a dump on your floor, and then you say, "Amber Heard, thank you very much for doing that. Thank you. You thank the person." So yeah, that's I just politics in I know, today's I, modern world. Yeah, and but it you sucks know what? And it's horrible. Chat once in a while, you got to stand up, man. But they're not going to because they enjoy the power. They enjoy the fiefdom. They enjoy being part of what we don't have royalty. This is as close as you get, and nobody wants to give it up. They don't want real jobs. Real jobs come with the responsibility mm. where you're going to be asked to do something, and when you don't deliver, you may pay the price. This is one of those things where as long as you play the game, you don't upset too many people in the apple cart and step on tails. You'll end up being what? You'll end up continuing to work over and over again and never really having anything to worry about, yeah. uh, all the while getting fat, dumb, and happy. It, it doesn't surprise me, but you, you know, let's remember what Ducey also said. Wendy Rogers is still better than a Democrat. Yeah. What so, he's really saying is the R's are better than the D's. And that's what... No, he's not saying no, that's that. what he's, he's saying. saying. a white nationalist he's is actually better. He's saying the R's are better than the D's. That's what they're all saying because yeah, but, it's a team. I know. My team's better than your team. You're saying a white nationalist is actually better than a Democrat. Then you've just, you've lost me. You've fallen off the edge. My team's better. And it sucks. It sucks that we can't be. But we, we That's get why our politics deserve. are in such a mess. We get what we deserve. Yeah. All right. You're listening to Midterm Mayhem. Uh, it's the madness, the mayhem of the 2022 midterm election. Uh, all right. So what it, what CPAC? Is that what it, yeah, what it is? Okay. So that's where all, uh, you know, that's, like, even, that's the it's big. It's not even conservatives anymore. No, it's yeah, it used to be the uber conservative thing to do. You go to CPAC, and it's where it's where like uh, uh, you know like when everybody goes to the comic book conventions, like Comic Con. This yeah. is CPAC. Right. This is for conservatives. Okay. So Carrie Lake is there. Remember on Friday, she wants unity. She wants to bring unity. She wants to bring the party together. We drove a stake through the heart of the McCain machine. Now, of course, you're going to get a cheer there. Is that a, is he a vampire? I, I don't know. <laughs> we throw the stake to the heart. How stupid is that? Does she get it or does she not get it? Because if you're going to go and try and get conservatives, and a lot of conservatives like John McCain. If you're trying to get the independent vote, a lot of independents like John McCain. Independents, look, I will say this. Being somebody who was outside, when John McCain really essentially kept Obamacare alive, he lost a lot of people outside of this state. A ton of people outside of the state who, who, who love him for his service. But outside of the state doesn't matter in the general no, election in Arizona. Where she was is she was at a place that was outside of the state. Her speeches aren't for these people here. But her, her speeches, speeches are going to be heard by us here. But they're for the money that she's trying to raise. Because yeah. now she's got to raise real money. I get it. I get it. But you keep turning off the people that you need. You're already going to get the ultra MAGA. I don't know if you're going to get conservatives and i don't think you're going to get independence and if you keep having that type of rhetoric it's just it, it's it's mean it really is john mccain was a hero uh she likes to think he's a traitor he's gone it's just mean it's time to move on with from 2020 it really is it's time to she move won't. on from john mccain she i won't. don't know what john mccain did to you did you have a crush on him and he's like look i'm married i mean i don't know what it was well, apparently they were friends and now she's completely she calls him a loser now so of course because yeah. that guy told me to 
the yeah, guy that no, she said right. is house rated. It's uh, it's it, it, it's too bad. Every time I hear that, I kind of I shake my head and say, "You're getting further and further away from the governor's office when you keep saying crap like that." All right, that's midterm mayhem every day at four oh five. Coming up next, five spot. Hey, we need five teachers to call. All right. Let's open up the phones. 277-KTAR. Five teachers in Casa Grande. They have a four-day school week. <laughs> they say it energizes the teachers. I think what we want to know is, would that make your job better or harder? Five teachers for five spot. 602-277-5827. Would that be something you're into? A four-day school week. And tell us why. All right. Five spot. It's coming up next on the Gatos and Chad Show. One, two, three, four, five. Five spot with Gatos and Chad. Five spot where we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. And we've asked five teachers to call. We've got five online. Here's the question. Um... In uh, Casa Grande, elementary school district, we talked to a principal earlier on the show and asked, how's the four-day school week going? Because that's what they're doing out there. And I'm wondering, is this something that all teachers would like? Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe it would make their job harder. Do they think it would re-energize them? Um, Because they've been through a heck of a lot over the last couple of years. So let's go to five teachers and ask, you know, you're four against a a four-day school week. Is that something that would be good or bad? All right, let's do this. Uh, John and Chandler, what say you? Are you for it or against it? I am definitely for it. You know, I heard the interview, and I love different ideas about what we can do in education. And the first thing I thought of when I heard of that principle is that it would be more relaxing. It would be a more fresh step when school starts on Monday. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's it. That's a, appreciate your call. Because part of it has to be, because my wife tells me this, and I've seen it, you know, she was a teacher for almost 30 years. The grind is unbelievably tough. It is such a grind every day. And I'm just wondering if a four-day week would help. I don't know. Of course it would help. I mean, my, no, some my, teachers my, my, my stepkids, three, four years ago, the Eloy Toltec, they went to a four-day work week, a yep. school week. That was like four years ago. Uh, it seemed to help them. I, mean, I just think some teachers might not agree with that. I'm wondering if we're going to get any of that. Leslie in Phoenix, what say you? Well, I'm totally for a four-day work week. I think it would be amazing. Okay. I Not to mention that we're really only, hmm, our pay only... Uh, Pays us for about three days, but <laughs> I think it would be a game changer. And having how a specifically? Weekend, how specifically you, is it a game changer? Okay, having a three day weekend would help us rejuvenate. Yeah, the exhaustion of a teacher on Fridays is no joke, mm. no joke. And the um, there is a I have a friend that's a biology teacher. Uh, and it's a pretty hard to fill position. And he left uh, Deer Valley District this year and went to Wickenburg because they are on a four day work week. Wow. Wow. And All right. I would even commute to be on a four day work week. And I think it would be great for the kids. I think they're tired. I think, you know, they're also tired on Mondays. We've been through a lot emotionally yep. in yep. the last few years, so I, I'm i for it. it. All right, Leslie. Okay, cool. Thank Appreciate you. your call. All right, five spot. We put five teachers on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Casa Grande, four-day school week. 
Danielle and Gilbert. What do you think? How you doing, guys? Hi. You like this four days? Four days school. We're doing four, good. Four day school week. Would you like it as a teacher? Okay, I have two answers. As a teacher, I would love it. Yeah. Um, however, for my students, I'm not sure I love it. Okay. Um, I see my students at the end of our current day already exhausted and tired and ready to go home. I'm not sure they could handle even another 30 minutes or another hour at the end of our regular day to tack on those additional hours for them. All right. All right. Appreciate gotcha. your call. Is it the best for the kids? We got to see. Uh, Sharon in Scottsdale, what say you? Are you for it or against it? Oh. Okay, I am both for it and against it as a teacher, counselor, and professor. I see it both ways, but just as the last caller said, and in respect to your wife as a teacher, I definitely agree with her and the others, but um, right now, students need us even 24-7. So much is going on, and we've been through so much these last two years. We can work towards that goal. Um, hopefully. However, right now, we need to get them back in shape. And as I say, to try to take them there for 10 hours a day or whatever, that's a little taxing. Okay. Where it comes in, we got to work as teachers. It's unfortunate that we went into this field. we got to work hard at it, and we can do it as right. a team. We yeah. can get it done. We have to uh, work towards that. Yeah. Right. Uh, you got it. Appreciate your call. Right, We're we going to jump here. Last one. Andy and Mesa, what say you? we got about 15 seconds, Andy. Go ahead. Hey, I'm against it. Uh, just real quick, I think it's very difficult for kids that have after-school sports because those kids still have to go to practice and have games, so they get out of school. Uh, they have to exit out of their last hours even earlier. And kids that have jobs, they have uh they just don't have as much time to go to their job, get their homework done, go to athletics, those sorts of things. Gotcha. All right, Andy, All thank right, you. I appreciate you calling, man. So uh, five spot, five teachers, four-day school week. Would it work? Uh, many are for it. But we have to is it the best thing for the kids? I don't know. We'll get, we'll get more into it. Thanks for all the calls. All right, coming up next, Livy Newton-John passes away today, age of 73. Um we're going to uh, play a portion of my interview with her from 2017. I actually got her to sing with me. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Except for you, Chad. <laughs> that's next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, one of my all-time favorites, Olivia Newton-John, passes away today at the age of 73. Becky Lynn, you remember 2017, I got to interview her. I remember it well. I uh, I made her sing with me. Yes. Uh, we're going to play a few minutes of that interview. And you know what's weird? In that interview, we were talking about my mom. My mom was alive at that time, 2017. And my mom had cancer. And Olivia Newton-John obviously has been fighting cancer. We had that conversation. I haven't heard it since 2017. So here's Olivia Newton-John with me. I think Lloyd did the interview with me as well. Let's roll it. Everybody, it's Olivia Newton-John. She's coming to the Valley. Hi, Olivia. How are you? Great. How are you, Gator? We're doing terrific. Have you ever done an interview with a guy on the radio that didn't have a crush on you at one point in their life? 
Come on, right? I'm sure I have. <laughs> I don't think so. Grease was the first movie I ever saw. I was five. I did throw up, but it was from too much popcorn. <laughs> Not all the excitement. Did you ever, in your imagination, when you were you were doing this movie, that it was going to become a movie that would every kid would still watch in 2017? Grease. There's no possible way I could have ever had that vision. <laughs> it's still a wonderful surprise to me. Why is it still so good today? Why does it hold up? You know, I think it's the joy and the music and the time period. The 50s was, you know, a very, it was very vibrant. The whole movie was vibrant, had great music, a great story. Everyone can kind of identify with one of the characters in it, or they were one of the characters in it. Hmm. Um, I don't really know. I think if we really knew, other people could have made other films like that, but I'm just very grateful I was part of it. Do you like good Sandy or trashy Sandy better? <laughs> she wasn't really trashy. She was <laughs> <attractive>. um, <laughs> um, I think I like them both, but I think that was really fun for me to do the change, you know, because I'd been good Sandy, I guess, for the first four months or something of filming or three months, and then to get to change into her was really fun. Olivia Newton-John is joining us. She'll be uh, in the Valley Sunday, October 8th at Talking Stick Resort. You know, I was talking to my mom about you yesterday because I was telling her we were going to have you on the show. And uh-huh. my mom has cancer for the second time. And I obviously reading and, and listening to some of the interviews you did, I saw you on 60 Minutes, how this is now your second bout uh, with cancer. How are you getting through this? Because my mom always says, you know what? I just got to live. I got to live. And then they're going to find something better. And they're going to put me on it. And then a month later, they could find something better. How do you deal with a second bout of cancer? Um, I am lucky I'm married to a wonderful man who's a plant medicine guy mm-hmm. who has a lot of wonderful friends who are into kind of natural health. So I did a lot of natural healing, IVs and things like that to boost my immune system. I did a course of radiation and I'm doing really well. And I believe like your mom that we live in the moment and we live in the day and we enjoy everything, be grateful for everything. And I feel really good and, and I'm doing really well. And, you know, it's something I will live with. It's like having a chronic illness. You live with it and you deal with it and I'm very grateful that I'm here and doing what I love. My mom said that one of the toughest parts was she had breast cancer many years ago. Now she's got a blood cancer. She said the second time was the hardest to tell, you know, me, her oldest son. Was that the hardest part of your relapse, having to tell your daughter for a second time now mom's got cancer again? Yes. My husband and I had kind of a deal because, you know, after my first time, I always told people if you one of the things you should do for yourself is not talk about it all the time. Have other people tell everyone else so that you don't have to be constantly talking about illness you should be focusing on wellness I talked to my daughter but I didn't talk to everybody else because it's too draining and someone else to tell them how you're doing and so you can focus on the happy things but yes it was hard telling my daughter and she's very strong and very brave and it's been wonderful Olivia Newton-John is joining us how has cancer changed your perspective on life if I hadn't gone through breast cancer I never would have been involved in creating the Olivia John Cancer Wellness Research Center in Australia that is my passion to support this wonderful cancer center with a wellness center in it and that's become a big focus of my life gratitude you know for every every day since even more than I had already
Olivia Newton-John is coming to the Valley. She'll be at Talking Stick Resort. Olivia, I want to introduce you to uh, Lloyd Banks. He's doing the show with me today. Hi, uh, Olivia. Lloyd, say hello. Hey, Lloyd. Lloyd's 35 years old. 20. Baby. He's a baby, exactly. <laughs> we have 20-somethings around here at the office that are saying, oh my goodness, Olivia Newton-John is coming on? Lloyd's girlfriend in her 20s. I was texting with her because yeah. I said, you know, what would you ask Olivia Newton-John? And she said, I want to know how in the world she fit into those pants in Greece. <laughs> All right. How well, did you fit into them? Go ahead. It was a long time ago. It was almost 40 years ago. And uh, those pants were actually already 20 years old. They were from the 50s, and we filmed it in the 70s. So it was, um, I guess I was a skinny binny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the bad part is that Lloyd is 35, and he's never seen Greece. Well, that's okay. It um, is? My, my husband hadn't seen it till after we were married. Get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I love that because, you know, there was no preconceived ideas about me, and it was great. So, yeah. <laughs> I know you're a big deal, and I, I've heard the song Physical. For one I mean, reason or another, you never saw Grease. I figure skated. I played violin. <laughs> I did all sorts of, you know, not super manly man things, but I just, I never saw Grease. Oh. I think it's fine, and go see it with your girlfriend. Have a laugh. It's fun. Yeah, seriously, Lloyd. I'll have to do that. Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John is joining us. Olivia, what would it take for you to make my lifelong dream come true and, like, have a little duet? <laughs> what song are you thinking about? Oh. What do you think? <laughs> are you in? I'm not warmed up, but go for it. I can't really hear the back of you, though. All right, I'll do the guy. I'll do Travolta here. It's electrified. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, everybody. Here we go. You better shape up. You better shape up. I need yeah, you need a man. I can't even hear it properly. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, very nice. Well, there you go. All right. And there you have it. From 2017, the interview with Olivia Newton-John. I got to sing with her. Boy, am I bad. <laughs> oh, shut up in there. I'm not that bad. You're awful. I know. Uh, she was the best. Goodness. Olivia Newton-John passing away, uh, age of uh, 73. It was fun to listen back to that. And I can't believe she sung with me. All right. None of us can believe that. No. Coming up next. Donald Trump. The FBI has just raided my home in Mar-a-Lago. What is going on? The FBI just busted into Trump's house. We'll talk about it next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. By the way, we do good things around here because that's the kind of people we are. Uh, school's back in session. If you know a Remarkable Valley teacher deserving of $2,500, text teacher to 411923. It's called Nominate Teacher, right? So you can nominate. To, we're going to pay tribute to said teacher. What do you do? Teacher to 411923. Text it. It's easy to win. Pay tribute to a teacher presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. All you have to do is be a great teacher. And next thing you know, you got a chance to win a cash. That's right. I was rated. <laughs> Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI. Trump says the FBI raided his home. Even went in and broke into my safe. <laughs> Took it. What did they take? 15 boxes of stuff out? Yeah. 18 boxes of stuff? Let me tell you something. I, I don't care. Am I, what am I missing? Because here's the thing, at least with me. I don't know. Um, like, you know that people who hate Trump, like, this has made their day. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just like, how sad is your life if this just made your day? Like, okay, I don't know what he took. Uh, it could be completely innocent. I don't know. It's, I'm going to go with it's the most bizarre stuff. It's like, that's a picture of me and uh, Kim Jong-un. Here are my love notes to him. Yeah, you know, that, uh, that's a pen. I took a pen. She, Nancy was handing pens out. I took a pen. Uh, uh, it's it, an ashtray from LBJ. It, it, <laughs> this doesn't affect my life at all. I don't care what Donald Trump does no, in his Mar-a-Lago no. home. But, I, you know, I guess part of it is, the, the you know, the hatred for him. Uh, and I don't like what he stands for. I wasn't one of these never Trumpers. I gave him a shot. Okay. I gave him a, a good shot for a few years. Okay. Uh, and I don't like what he stands for. Not, never a fan, not a fan now, but like, I don't care if your house gets raided. I, I don't care. It doesn't change my day. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel bad. And I just think if you're one of those people out there and this is how you watch politics, that you have such hate for someone that, you know, it's like watching, like, I, I, it's like a Bears fan watching Aaron Rodgers lose in the playoffs. And the Bears fan is like the happiest fan yeah. ever. Yeah, it's kind but of you sad. guys never make the playoffs. And then here's the thing. You're celebrating, and then he drives down and scores yet another <laughs> touchdown. And you get upset because, once again, yeah. you thought you had him and you didn't. How many times have you heard this? Right. A thousand, a million. I mean, come on. I mean, at this point, I just sit back and say, whatever, you know, wake us when uh, when, they, when they perp walk him. I mean, I, I don't know. You think he took the UFO stuff? That's what I'm saying. I think that'd be fantastic. I think he took something just so stupid. Fifteen boxes of material. <laughs> and some of it, I guess he wasn't supposed to take. And it's some just, of it was I'm supposed to you, go it's under file. It's going to be the dumbest and, things you uh, it is. You think? Of course. Well, didn't he just? Didn't they just find out that he was what? Wise man. What was Trump? What did Trump get nailed for today? What was it again? There was a there was a story that he's been flushing documents in the White House for years. (laughs) That he there's pictures now that of him on the toilet. No, fortunately not. Pictures of documents like with handwriting on them that Mm. people say that they swear is his handwriting. Yeah, it swears his hand, and and. They know exactly what that was. January 6th, they flushed it down the toilet. It's probably like I started to doodle and it became, it's totally stupid. So I threw it away. But no, we've got you now. (laughs) Get over yourselves, for God's sake. I like to doodle. What if he gets arrested and goes to jail forever? I don't know. Does it affect you or me? No. No. No, doesn't. Does not. Could make it more popular with his base. That's right. This is it. I mean, again, martyr him over and over again. I don't know. I don't. 
15 boxes of material. Tell me if there's something bad in it. Yeah. Otherwise, I really don't care. Coming up. Coming up. Oh, there's Becky Lynn, 5 o'clock KTAR. News expansion next.